0: Hey there, BQS listeners, and welcome to our 66th episode. I'm Dr. M, and this podcast is designed to help inspire change in how you see, manage, and use your stress. So you can be the queen of your stress, not your stress being the queen over you. In today's episode, the first thing I want to do is wish you a very, very happy new year. This is the first episode of 2019, and may this be your best year yet. May it be filled with health, happiness, success, laughter, fun, abundance, all Areas of life uh, expanding for you in the direction of your dreams is my wish for you this year. And most importantly, is that, uh, is that your health is heading in the right direction uh, because then everything else tends to follow. Uh, in today's episode, I want to spend some time talking about what this year ahead is going to look like for you, I know. In my last episode, I spent a lot of time. I almost felt a little navel-gazing in terms of the recheck, recheck of my last year, uh, but those those sorts of moments are important for all of us. Is to really reflect on what it is that we've done, what we're grateful for, and and often to. Uh, I'm a big believer in publicly stating them because it really it really can ground that gratitude uh, for the events that have happened in the previous year. But now, 2018 is well and truly passed. It's time to start looking forward and not living and repeating the same behaviors that perhaps didn't serve so well in the previous year. And in today's episode, I want to actually talk about resolutions because some of you may have got caught up in the resolution game uh, coming into the new year where you're sitting around a table, usually with a few drinks in hands, talking to your mates about what your resolutions are for 2019. And I'm going to put money on it for a lot of you. You've probably already broken those resolutions because often, or well, perhaps I'll speak for myself, the experience that I've had or I've seen is, that people, particularly if they're sitting around with a few drinks, you know, it's, I'm going to be alcohol-free from tomorrow, or I'm going to give up X, Y, Z, or I'm going to start training tomorrow, or I'm going to start cleaning up my food, and I'm going to do this, this, and this. And often what happens is that because they've said it on the 31st is number one is if they've got activities or experiences or catch-ups with friends booked in the next day, their resolution's are already out their window. But more importantly is often resolutions are very vague. People will say, I want to have 2019 to be a healthier year. Well, what does that mean and why do you want it to be a healthier year? And that's what I wanted to spend a little bit of time talking about today because I think this is the key to making, or one of the keys, I'm not going to say it's the only key, one of the keys to to starting to design 2019 to be the year that you want it to be. Now, for some of you, you might be listening to this particular podcast going, well, you know what? 2018 was awesome. I rocked 2018. And my my stress was something that I managed really well. Uh, my family is going awesome. I'm surrounded by loving, amazing humans that I just could not imagine spending time uh, anywhere else. Uh, your career might be heading in the right direction. All of these things might be on point and that is awesome. And Part of making sure they're staying on point in two thousand nineteen is to keep your momentum moving forward. Do you keep making small daily improvements or keeping Daily focus on those particular areas. Now, for those of you like no, 2018, don't want to repeat it. This is where it is key to make sure you're designing 2019. So it's actually different, particularly when it comes to how you are recognising, managing, and using your stress coming into 2019. Because one of the key areas that I think is is really important to to reflect on and to um, to make note about is. Perhaps why didn't you manage it so well in 2018? Was it the personal choices you were making around how you were looking after your own health? Whether that was, um, posturally, whether that was making sure your brain and body were connected, whether it was how you were eating, were you drinking a little bit too much alcohol? Were you not moving as much as you should have? Um, perhaps did you fall into a little bit of a trap like I do where I was probably drinking a little bit too much alcohol, but I was making up for it in inverted commas elsewhere. Um, you know, so these are all sorts of things that are interesting to reflect on. So as I said, you can set the path clear moving in 2019. Now, one of the things, and if you've heard, I believe I did an episode about this early in 2018 about resolutions and the difference between resolutions and goals. If you haven't already done this exercise, I'd suggest now is a great time to do it. And it doesn't matter what time of year you do this I was having an interesting conversation with uh, Kerry Dee who is, my, who is my business partner and co-founder of the Momentum Architects. Uh, we were actually having this conversation on the 31st of December. We were talking about how it was really odd. I'd received a strange message and uh, and it was just like, wow, that timing's really interesting. And as she put it so succinctly is that uh, not everybody slips and checks every Tuesday morning at 10am. And I was like, oh, I get what you mean by that. Now, you guys might be going, "Yeah, I get." You, I'm glad you got it, Doctor M. I've got no idea what you're talking about. What I mean by that is that it's okay throughout the year to slip and check on your goals, on where you're at. To, to you know, to lick your finger, pop it up in the air, get the feeling for the wind in the air, and whether you're heading in the right direction for you right now. Because sometimes you might get a month down the track, and you've placed some of these goals in place. And you might, uh, you know, what it's not really important to me, or it doesn't really serve me and my goals for what I want 2019 to look like. So when we're actually talking about goals, as I said, it doesn't matter when you're listening to this podcast, you can sit down and do this particular exercise any time of year. It doesn't have to be the start of the year. Just everybody tends to do the start of the year because it's new beginnings and fresh starts. And it it puts a nice Uh, crescendo, if you like, to the end of 2018 that you've got a blank canvas. Well, in my humble opinion, every day you wake up, you've got a blank canvas to start again. So as I said, doesn't matter when you're listening to this, this particular podcast. But what I'd love you to do is look at the four key areas when it comes to energy equation. Now, over the coming weeks, I'm going to get back into some nuts and bolts. I know I've got very mindset over the last few few weeks and over the last probably a couple of months since our Breaking Bad Cycles uh, workshop series that I, that I released to you guys. What I'm going to be doing over the next few weeks is diving deeper and back into the energy equation. Now, what the energy equation is, is a certain equation that I developed quite a few years ago now, and I developed it to simplify simplify... simplify how you look at the various areas of your health, which then have obviously a big impact on how you're recognizing, manage, and using your stress, and how they beautifully actually fit into the eight ball quiz as well. If you have never taken the eight ball quiz, I would highly recommend you jump onto our website, www.thequeenofstress.com, to do the eight ball quiz. It's a quiz that gives you a baseline of how well you're adapting to stress right now. Now, for those of you who've done it before, by all means, redo it. Get a new check-in of where you're at right now, because as you start to make change, the goal is, is that eight ball quiz that your score actually becomes lower not higher. So it's always good to check back into those. You've heard me talk about before. I love being able to measure baselines and where you're at. So that's how you can do that. But with these goals that we want to set is I want you to have a look at the four key areas. This is your actionable step this week, BQS listeners, the four key areas of that energy equation. So what the hell is the energy equation? It's great energy equals fab food fitness times inspiration. So let's break that down very quickly. So this doesn't turn into a three hour podcast. Episode number one: Energy. I consider energy to be optimal functioning nervous system. That if your body and brain are connecting at its best, you're going to have the best energy possible. Uh, and that's where a lot of my hands-on work that I still do in my chiropractic practice comes into it. So, making sure that your posture is in the correct, in its ideal position, uh, making sure your body's functioning at its best is is one of the key components to having great energy. This fab food is. I think it speaks for itself, but then I always am intrigued by what some people believe fab food is, is looking at what do you want to be doing with your food this week, you know, um, this week, this year, I should say, is, Do you want to be eating in a a 80-20 style where you're eating 80% of the time, eating fabulously and really whole foods that you know are great for you and uh, relax a little bit of the time? Do you need to tidy things up more strictly because you've been unwell? Really having a look around, what does a week's worth of food look like for me? Now, the reason why I say looking at it a week at a time is because that's generally how we do our shopping. And if you are eating whole foods, it's much easier uh, to be doing a big, sh- a bigish shop once a week where you're getting your great quality vegetables and you're planning it out. So you're also not wasting food. Uh, and that is definitely something we'll talk about when we're talking about food is some people think eating whole fresh, beautiful food is really expensive. I actually think it's cheaper than eating processed rubbish. Uh, and I see that by the way that, um, some people shop, but anyway, we'll talk more about that in our food episode. We might do that next week, actually. I think it's appropriate. Fitness is, do you need to be moving more? What are your fitness goals for this year? I'm going to fess up. I made up, uh, I made, oh, I did make it up. I made up a goal last year, which I think I shared publicly with you guys, that I wanted to be able to do an unassisted chin up by the end of last year. Uh, I couldn't. Uh, part of the reason why I couldn't is because I didn't train for it. Uh, i actually, I'm the fittest I've ever been in my entire life, even as a teenager when I was playing representative sports. I'm fitter and stronger now than I ever have been, but I didn't concentrate on actually learning how to do a chin-up. So guess what? I can't do one without the bands. I can do them better, but I can't actually do it. Part of the reason why, uh, I don't think it was important. It wasn't a big enough goal for me. It wasn't actually important enough for me to spend the time, energy and get the resources to be able to do that. However, I can do a whole lot of other things. So that's an interesting component to actually throw into the mix when you're setting those goals. It's okay to go, you know what, that's not important to me, but this area is. Uh, And when it comes to inspiration for that, that really, um, what's the right way of putting it? It falls under under, over, I should say, multiple categories, but one of them in particular is is in terms of your mindset and your meditation, actually allowing your brain to calm. Now, meditation is absolutely a practice. It's something that sometimes you're going to be good at it. Sometimes you're going to be crap at it, but the key is, in my humble opinion, get started. Even if it's a two-minute mindfulness exercise, if you're saying you can't do it, guess what? You're going to be right every time. You're definitely not going to be able to do it. But that's your actionable step for this week, BQS listeners, is actually run through those four key areas and look at, well, is it something that I've even set a goal around? For some of you, you may not be seeing a chiropractor regularly and having your brain and body connected on a regular basis. So you might want to add that in. For some of you, uh, you know your food's been way off track because it's Christmas in year and that happens. So what do you want it to look like moving forward? Because starting again tomorrow again tomorrow, again tomorrow, throughout all of January, you might wake up at the end of January and be in such a ingrained habit that it's harder to reel back from. Same with fitness is if you've not been moving at all and you're starting to go for walks and things like that, that's fabulous. Make sure you're setting in place ways that, if a hurdle gets thrown in your direction, you actually can maneuver around it. What do I mean by that? So for example, where I live down the South coast of New South Wales, we have had the most phenomenal weather for a whole week. That's unheard of at the moment. If you live down here, you understand, is we had this great week of weather. And then yesterday, massive storm came through. Now, if you had been walking every day in the beautiful weather, and then all of a sudden there's a storm coming through, do you still go out? it's my question to you. Or if it's not safe, which probably wasn't even safe to go walking yesterday afternoon, it was a big thunder and lightning storm. If it's not safe to go walking, what are you going to do instead? So have your plan B in place so that if it's the things that you are doing are weather dependent, is that you've got other ways to be able to move around it. If you're going to a class inside, that's obviously less of an issue, but just making sure you've got backup plans so that your goals aren't swayed by things that are external to your control. Hope that makes sense. And as far as those meditations are concerned, we're going to spend, a, we'll actually spend a couple of episodes talking about the importance of it and uh, and how you can actually do that more successfully. So enjoy doing that particular actionable set BQS listeners. I'd love to hear how you go with that. Now, if you're not already a part of our closed group on Facebook, we have a closed group called, the BQ, oh, it's called BQS Movement. You're welcome to join. You've just got to pop BQS Movement up into the search bar. Let me know that you listen to the podcast and I'll let you in. We've got an amazing community of of souls in there. And uh, it's a great space for you to be able to interact and be able to share with us if you want to make a public statement what those goals are this year. So that's just about it for today, BQS listeners. Before I go, my top five song of this week it's actually been a bit of an album week. I've been listening to Sigala, Sigala, the Brighter Day album. It's just upbeat. It's fun. It feels summery, particularly with the good weather that's been around. The book I've been reading, I've still been reading, How to Become Supernatural by Dr. Joe Desus. Dispenser, his work's amazing. If you want to touch on neuroscience and how that attaches to our behaviours, uh, his work is is really cool, and he's got some great guided meditations. If you are looking for longer meditations as well, de stress this week. Absolutely, been heading out to the beach. It's been great. Definitely got my tan on this week, which has been lovely. Tan, not burnt. I got the most ridiculously big umbrella you've ever seen because uh, I wanted an air vent. That's probably another story for another time. But to this point, it doesn't fit in my boot. (laughs) I have to put it across my backseat. And quote of this week, you are being presented with two choices, repeat or evolve. And that's by the famous author Anon. You know, at the end of the day, we have a choice each day and each year and each month, whether we actually repeat the same exact same behaviors that we've repeated the days, weeks, months before, or whether it's time to shift it up. Now, it's not always easy shifting up behavior, Behaviour, let me tell you, it's, it's easy sometimes to go back into old habits, but by consistently trying to uh, and being aware of what behaviors you want to change can make a massive difference in you becoming the queen over your stress rather than it being the queen over you. So that's it for this week, BQS listeners. I hope you have an awesome week and I will catch you next time.